When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Sagittarius season. It's Sag Venus. <laughs> it's time to come out of the caves and enjoy the light. <laughs> I am here for it. And I'm so excited to talk about Sagittarius Venus. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, this is your sign. It's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem. <laughs> I mean, many Sagittarius Venuses could tend to be the problem, but we'll get into it. <laughs> Is the plural of Venus Veni? Have we talked about this? Oh, oh, Sagittarius Veni. I don't like that. I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, think, what's up, everyone? I think I'm going to stick with Venuses, but you do you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are here. It is Sag season. It is definitely lighter than it has been with all of the heavy Scorpio energy that we were feeling this Scorpio season. So happy to have a little bit of a lighter and fiery energy. And mm -hmm. before we get totally into it, don't forget to follow us over on Instagram at the Stars Maybe Podcast. We're also on TikTok at the Stars Maybe Podcast. And our badass Patreon is patreon.com slash stars made me do it we have a second podcast over there we go over the transits of the week we've got an awesome community discord all the good stuff so check us out free and trial yeah free trial for all the millennials that don't like commitment like us try it <laughs> try it out <laughs> yeah yeah we see you libra libra placements also you know those like very ambitious energies, free trial, listen to as many episodes as you can to see if you like it <laughs> for that week. I wonder, because we've had people reach out who say they've like, they're like binging episodes. And I'm like, that's a lot of us to be listening to. That's really funny. <laughs> but like, I do it with other podcasts, you know, I, I don't, binge but episodes. I also wonder, I'm like, oh man, if they're listening to an episode from like two years ago, and then they're listening to an episode from like last week to me i'm like I, i'm probably such a different person i probably said something two years ago that isn't true for me anymore and but i wonder if that's the case oh yeah i i feel like i haven't binged anything in a while because since i am always recording a podcast and editing a podcast i don't have a lot of time to listen to other podcasts but in in my Ooh. early early podcast <laughs> days i would totally binge episodes and it's so funny to think about well thank you for everybody who's listening and is yeah. okay with hearing <laughs> yeah. our voices a lot actually you know what binge watching or binge listening is very uh sagittarius to me too i was like, gonna Venus say sagittarius <laughs> that's kind of appropriate it's so appropriate like can i have a little bit more a little bit more consume as much content more as than possible that. for your pleasure <laughs> exactly definitely yeah, guilty yeah. of that and we will get into that so yeah. i guess as a reminder if you are if you are new here 
we've been going through all of the signs for Venus in that sign this season. And so just a general reminder about Venus, it's all about relationships, finances, self-worth. I always see it as giving and receiving love. And there's also some creativity in there. And then it's Sagittarius time. So it's Sagittarius is a mutable sign. So it's go with the flow. It's the last sign of autumn and it's a fire sign. So we've got that, we've got that fiery, passionate. Spark they're passionate and uh, they're passionate about a lot of things. They're passionate about a lot of things. And <laughs> if you are new here, <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius sun, Mercury, Venus, and rising. And so I've got a lot yes. of this energy going on. And I'm so excited to talk about it. Yeah, I know. I'm excited to to hear some of your takes on and just like how you've seen it show up for you. Yeah. And especially yeah. as someone who has a stellium, like how do you differentiate your Venus from, say, your sun or your Mercury or your rising? Exactly. Yeah, I do have so much Sagittarius energy. And what I have come to realize this past year, because before I don't even think I related to my Sagittarius Venus as much as Sagittarius Sun or Sagittarius Mercury, mm -hmm. but I've had a lot of exploring with my Gemini Mars and my, my Mars and Venus are in opposition to one another. And since I've kind of been unlocking that Gemini Mars, I think I've had a lot more insight and access to my Sagittarius Venus. So I feel like I'm glad that we're doing this episode once that has happened, because I do feel like I have a lot more insights to that kind of specific Venus energy for Sagittarius. Yeah, like I've definitely I can definitely see your Sag Venus in a lot of the more tangible ways. But I'm curious how um, because Venus is self-worth, like how do you tie your sense of self-worth with Sagittarius? Oof. Hmm. Just a chill question. Don't worry about <laughs> no pressure. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, can we get into some of the other points while I ruminate nope. over that one? How do it's I? It's still technically Scorpio season. So... <laughs> I know. So I'm like, what do I reveal to the public? Um, yeah. <laughs> how do I tie my self worth to my Sagittarius Venus? That's really interesting because my Venus is in the twelfth house, and so sometimes it's hidden even to me. Um, yeah. I think that I think it's something that I'm still exploring. Yeah. Cool. And exploring a is a great word. Answer. Exploring is a great word yeah, for Sagittarius for Sag. too. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I actually just realized as we hit record on this that um in Placidus, my Venus is in the ninth house too. So I'm curious to see how much of this I relate to. Yes. Great reminder that because I remember when I was, you know, when I first started looking at my chart and, you know, for the first couple of years, I was looking at it in Placidus. So I was very much connected to my ninth house placements being the moon and Venus. And um, I remember reading a report that was literally like likely to partner up with somebody with a different background from you or, you know, obviously Sag rules foreign, whether that's like foreign by background, by language, by just ideals or whatever. And I literally did have, I literally got married to someone who was foreign, um, who's different from me, who had a different background than me. And that was so validating to see, oh, okay, that was in part of my life's plan. So that's just yeah. something like anybody who has Venus and Sag or in the ninth house, likely to find attraction in somebody who has a different um makeup than you because Sagittarius is so curious you know like it wants to explore it wants to know about so many different ways of life it's the philosopher it wants to just know like if this it, you know it's kind of like one of the what if signs of the zodiac it, yeah. it goes on little mental adventures and plays around and daydreams and does the little what if game so 
that's sort of where there, there's a lot of curiosity when it comes to relationships for a Venus and Sag person. For sure. And like thinking back to that self-worth question that I'm going to have to sit with and <laughs> for a while, but um, <laughs> I'm thinking about there's Sagittarius is the optimist of the Zodiac. And I will say yeah. through my big struggles with self-worth, I always do have some sort of optimistic lens that always wins. You know, I can mm. have a really bad moment when it comes to self-worth. And then there is always something that I make myself turn it around on the good stuff that I have in my life. Yeah. So I think that that, I know that that comes from the Sagittarius energy of abundance too. And I, I just live my life through the assumption that everything's going to work out. And yeah. that's such an optimistic Sagittarius lens. Yeah, and you know? that, that gives you so much perspective, too. And I think that's something that a Venus and Sag would really appreciate or, you know, value. The big V word when it comes to Venus is value. What do we value in ourselves and others? Um, and with Sag being looking at the bigger picture and seeing how it all ties together on a larger scale, definitely valuing perspective in, you know, people that they choose to spend their time with. Yeah. And the, the curiosity factor that you talked about with the different, I mean, I remember being like elementary school, Sierra, being very fascinated to learn that there were different religious holidays, which also Sagittarius philosopher, religion, everything like that, you know? And I remember being like asking my parents, I want to know more about Hanukkah. I want to know what the heck Kwanzaa is. I want to yeah. know, like, do we get to celebrate these things, even though that isn't our religion? And my parents were great. I mean, my dad's a Sag Venus too, but they were like, sure, you know, if you're doing it in a respectful way and you want to learn more about it. And so, I mean, that was just like little kid me wanting to explore something that was other and different and it was with like there's an excitement lens to it because you know little kid like holidays what you know and they, there are different yeah. ones different people something different from what I do and I feel like my friend group has always been eclectic which is very Sagittarius to me where you know seeing more similarities it's like differences. very yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Varied. And then, of course, here I am <laughs> living in a foreign country, married to a foreigner, having a bunch of, you know, friends from all over the world. And even before I lived overseas, yeah. having friends from all over the world, studying abroad, you know, that being something traveling has always been something that mm -hmm. lights me up. And valuing education, too. Oh, my God. Higher education exactly oh that that's probably my number one value is education i feel like so many things can stem down to i don't know boil down to if we could you know better education in the world if i could educate myself more on a certain subject if i could share knowledge in this way valuing education yes number one mm. Yeah, I think a Venus and Sag person would also really be attracted to somebody who is bold because, you know, Sagittarius is an audacious sign. It is bold and it doesn't really it doesn't live with knowledge of consequences of what it is saying, um, unless, you know, you've got some Libra placements <laughs> in there that does temper some of how, you know, other people will receive your words. But Sagittarius as an archetype isn't concerned with what the audience is how the audience is perceiving their words it's you know it's a sign of truth and their truth specifically and so sharing their truth regardless of if it's a popular one or not absolutely yeah it's it's so much i don't know 
I think everybody is influenced by the world around them, but I think Sagittarius has the ability to question things and not just take things as they are all the time because they are seeing things from a bigger perspective from like a a farther out perspective and they want to know how everything connects in a larger scale and so if something doesn't feel right if something doesn't seem like well there oh my god why is the biggest thing for Sagittarius to me is the tell me the why behind it don't just tell me to do something well first of all never tell me to do anything because I'm a Sagittarius like if you tell me to clean my room (laughs) No, that's your Capricorn. (laughs) Sag is mutable, but that's your Capricorn that doesn't want to be told what to do. (laughs) I don't know. I think Sagittarius doesn't want to be told what to do in like, if they don't have an understanding behind it. Of course, my Capricorn. Yeah, it's like the boss energy. Like, who are you trying to be the boss here? I think they don't want to be told what to think, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see. Yeah. Not wanting to be told what to think. It's more when there's an explanation behind something. I think there's an ease because there's a seeking of understanding. And so when that's something that you value to seek understanding through something, you know, if you're telling me mm-hmm. like the classic example I always give is my mom being like, Sierra, close this door. And I'm like, why? Why do I need to close that door? I'm walking in and out of this room all day long. Why do I have to close the door? Why can't I keep it open? And then she's like, when the dog comes inside, he's got muddy paws. He runs through this room, runs through the other room and jumps up on my bed and it gets my bed dirty. And I'm like, got you. I will keep that door closed. You know, like as soon as the explanation is there, there's so much more of a piecing together of things. And I think that the, you know, seeking answers is a big part of that energy. Yeah. And that questioning, that wanting to know the why is just because of that natural, like that innate curiosity. It's not it's not meant as a challenge, even though maybe other signs would see it as a challenge in a way. But like, it's just their innate curiosity. They want to have more information. Yeah. Yeah. And they a thing that we definitely have to mention with Sagittarius Venus is freedom freedom. <laughs> Literally, that was my next thing I was just about to say. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> freedom. Oh my gosh, like the number, I mean, arguably the number one thing is freedom. And there's a difference, I think, between freedom and independence. Independence is big. Oh my God, if you could see my notes app right now, I literally have freedom and independence written out right here. (laughs) I'm I love this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's, there's something about knowing that you're free to do something is is I think enough for most Sagittarius Venus placements like you know because I would say in general a generalized statement about Sagittarius Venus is their commitment phobes they do not want to like commit Definitely. in relationships these are the players in, of the zodiac absolutely they do not want to and like i say that and i'm like <laughs> i've like dated one person <laughs> and married them yeah but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's not just because of my sag venus that's a lot of capricorn going on but you know i would say that sagittarius venus can absolutely commit when they feel that they have freedom in their relationship you know where there is so many you know, people in the world that seek constant um, interaction, closeness, contact. I mean, you have a Taurus Venus, Mimi. It's completely mm-hmm. different from a Sagittarius Venus energy. And I'm like, okay, bye. I'm going to the U.S. for you know a couple weeks, a couple months. Uh, love you. See you later. And not, it's not just like that, but that freedom in the relationship, knowing that I could go and 
do something what because I want to because I'm free to without anybody being like wait aren't you bringing me wait you can't be away that long wait you can't like as soon as a Sagittarius Venus feels a cage closing in like they are gone you know yeah. they but there's Sagittarius can be very committed in a relationship it's just that they have to feel that they are not being caged in yeah I also think that Sagittarius, because it's mutable and fire, it's like the perfect blend to fuel that like sense or need for freedom and that sense of independence, because mutability comes with like wanting options and wanting the option to do whatever they want in any given moment. And then fire is also very self-oriented and it's about following their passions and their impulses. And so if they're not able to follow their impulses from both their mutable side and their fiery side, then you get that smothered feeling again. Yeah. And that's what also like fuels that curiosity that you were talking about, yeah. because when something's really interesting, it's really fast. It's like, Ooh, that's interesting to me. I want to go do it. I want to go. Oh, you know what? Okay. That was interesting for like five minutes, but like, I'm going to go try something else. <laughs> that's really interesting yeah. over yeah. here, you know? And, and yeah, there's, there is that blend of that fire and that mutable that does, I mean, it, it creates that need of freedom, freedom in, you know, just something how I was the kid who didn't go to summer camp. That was not my vibe. My mom who has Sagittarius energy too, but you know, it was very much like, Hey, summer's open. You let me know if you want to do something. And it was like, Oh, I can go outside. I can explore. I can see friends. I could, you know, there was, there was like this, I don't know, open possibility that mm -hmm. I think when you're a little bit too caged in, in a moment that should be free time, it, it, that can feel, you know, suffocating too. And I definitely will add like the impulsive energy mm -hmm. for Sagittarius Venus when it comes to, I mean, great example. My dad is also a Sagittarius Venus and he was planning on flying to Colorado to go to a concert and he got his bag packed he got in the car he went to drive to the airport and like the bridge at the end of my parents driveway was destroyed from a storm and he literally couldn't leave <laughs> and i mean <laughs> that is for a sagittarius venus the most like the biggest punishment like you know like like literally caged into your space and he called me in like a frenzy of like they're fixing the bridge, but I miss my flight. I'm going to miss the concert. This and that. I need to go somewhere. Where should I go? What should I do? Where should I fly to? I have to get out. I have to go somewhere. And and it was just, I felt this crazy Sagittarius Venus energy from him. I'm mm. like, I feel that. I absolutely feel that. But you need to calm down. The you need know, we for need change. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think another source of commitment issues for Sag is also the mentality of the grass is always greener or there could be mm. something better. And like Sagittarius is known to be such an idealistic sign and and like the forever optimist and maybe like a little on like on that imbalance side of being an, an optimist because they do have an ideal of what, you know, things should look like. And so it's yeah. hard for, it can be hard. I don't want to say it is, but it can be hard to commit when you have a Sag Venus because you're always looking at what you're comparing reality to the ideal that's, that you've built up. That is so true because there is this expectation and genuine, like, belief i think belief comes to like a, another word for sagittarius the their mm. belief system that things can be better and yeah. and that is great when you're you know attacking a problem 
But when it comes to, I mean, we're talking about Venus, which is relationships. So, you know, having this belief that things could be better, like it could be a difficult thing, absolutely, when it comes to commitment. Yeah, because Sag isn't, you know, Sag isn't like Virgo in that it's going to analyze every detail and notice uh, like what the flaws are in order to self-improve. But Sag is going to see what doesn't compare to the best scenario, you know, yes. so it's not like they're looking for they're not criticizing or they're not looking for details that are bad, but they but they just are comparing it to how it could be. And that can cause some commitment issues because they don't want to commit to something that's going to last forever if it's not like as, but this is all a general and, and doesn't have to be true for every Sag Venus, but it, it could be a tendency. Yeah. Also, as for the impulsivity, I feel like the checkout aisle at TJ Maxx was made for Sag Venus. Like Fuck. the impulse shopping. Fuck. <laughs> like, is that not the most Sag Venus? Oh it's my just God. all different kinds of things and they're all like in prices that the overindulgent venus and sad just down to pay <laughs> we didn't even get to the like shopping part of venus yeah oh my I mean, god the day is young the episode is young i am the best slash worst person to go shopping with you will find so many things agreed you will like you know i i am the best person to be like you should get it you should buy it you should absolutely do the thing and then so yeah. if, if you need if a you're holding buddy, something yeah. and like my taurus venus is very frugal and I'm, i need to be very sure about something that i'm buying but i did notice the first few times that we went shopping together i was like hmm i'm spending more money than i normally would <laughs> and i realized that it's because if sierra sees you holding something she comes up with 10 reasons why you should definitely buy it <laughs> and then they seem like wow these are all great reasons <laughs> well yeah so just imagine my dad's like currently visiting me right now and just imagine the two of us when we're shopping together you know yeah like, my gosh i get it yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I should get it because, <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's like, I, you're right. I think you should get the nicer version because he's got like, we yeah. both have the Sagittarius <laughs> Capricorn energy going on and it's like um, more yeah. and quality. But I will also say the um, Sagittarius Venus doesn't know when to stop. There is mm. or has to learn, has to learn when to stop because. Yeah. I because Sag it. isn't meant to be a, a stopping sign. You know, it has a place in the Zodiac. Like, it has a place in the world. And its place is not the breaks. Okay? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Yeah, it it can benefit Sag Venus to learn when to stop or to learn when to slow down. Because it is a sign that's meant mm -hmm. to be in motion. You know, it's like centaur, centaurs, like horse energy, you know, super, I mean, I have so many like analogies I'm coming up with this horse energy, but it's the centaur. It's, you know, the arrow is flying, it's aiming high and it's in motion, it's flying. And with horse energy, we come back to that sense of freedom because a horse is normally kept in a fence, you know, and <laughs> a fence could also not keep out a horse if it wanted to get over that fence. It's like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I can stay in here. But the minute that a horse is over that fence, like it could get out. It's a freaking horse, you know? Mm -mm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sitting in horse girl energy because horse girl energy is its own niche. And horse girl energy is more Virgo, Virgo vibes. 
but horse energy like wild stallion that's sagittarius for sure yeah we're not horse girl energy we are horse energy yeah for sure we are being ridden we are not riding <laughs> we we are galloping <laughs> we are not <laughs> we are not stopping yeah give a shall we get to some of our references yeah that sounds good Welcome back to Please Don't Skip This Ad for our awesome Patreon group. <laughs> we would love to have you guys as a part of our community. We are chatting with people on our Discord. We have a whole second podcast over there, and it's a really, really good time. Yeah, if you like the vibe of the stars made me do it, you'll definitely love Transits and Tangents, which you can find on Spotify and sign up through Spotify. It takes you directly to Patreon. There are three tiers that you can choose from. You could be a pop star for just three bucks. It's basically a cheap diner coffee where you just get access to the Discord community and you can chat with us at any point. We're there day and night. It's a lot. And then you can get episodes five days early every week, too. So you can hear the episodes that come out on Sunday on Tuesday every week. And then you can also just support the Firestorm, which we would love. Our second tier is the Rockstars for six bucks. Consider this like a Starbucks coffee. Again, you can join us on Discord. You get early access, but you also get exclusive episodes every other week. So you get 50% access to all of the second podcast. And then our last tier, the third tier, it's our superstars, the most popular. It's only nine bucks a month. This is like your favorite local coffee house with all the bells and whistles. You get the Discord, you get early access, and you get 100% of the exclusive episodes every week. You can also guest on an episode if you want. Uh, where we do some analysis, which we're basically talking about on Discord all the time anyway. We have such a fun Discord community, such a fun Patreon community. It is really like all the all the behind the scenes chat that we get to do. We talk about fun, different analysis that maybe we'll do one day on the podcast. But we also get to know you. And that way, when we're going mm -hmm. over the transits of the week and we're talking about the astrological weather report, it's not just about us, it's about you. And so if you're interested in how the planets are actually affecting you on a personal level, then this is really the place to join us. Also, we just, <laughs> it's a lot of chatty good times and it's a little, it's a little more silly and so we got super education of what's going on and we have silly get to know us really like we're a community over there so check us out we'd love okay. to have you and we do have free trial going on if you'd like to dabble and see what it's like yeah seven days free trial so go join us on patreon.com slash the stars made me do it and now back to the show let's get into our classic reference Isabel M. Hickey from Astrology of Cosmic Science. So, I mean, <laughs> Isabel gets sassy with a lot of these, you know, Venus signs. She gets sassy in a lot of her descriptions. A lot of them, you know, we've got really good information. It was very interesting. This particular description about Sagittarius Venus got into teaching about how to even compare different types of planets and aspects in your chart. Like normally she just gives a description. And it was like the Sagittarius Venus one started to get mm. into, well, you have to look at all these different parts of your chart, which I just thought was funny for like the philosopher oh. teacher sign so that was interesting um, but should we someday look at isabel m hickey's chart that would be fascinating okay let's do that noted <laughs> um so we have from isabel m hickey uh that sagittarius venus is demonstrative and friendly in affection and i like that you know that mm -hmm. it's not shy yeah. 
that's not a shy energy. It's yeah. friendly. It's very, I would say and demonstrative is definitely fiery. Like I, I could relate that to, to both Leo and Sag. Yeah. Like and showing, showing you care. Yeah. And the, I would say Sagittarius Venus is also a very friendly placement because there's oh, yeah. a curiosity there and a chatty energy and a social energy. And so, yeah, there's definitely friendly, friendly placement. We also have a breezy mm -hmm. attitude yeah. towards love, which I think is a fun way of putting it. Yeah. It's like the nonchalant. Yeah. And like we said, very like stereotypically speaking, Sag Venus being the player sign mm -hmm. because that breezy attitude and it's oh my gosh like fun energy that Sagittarius Venus energy is what's the most fun and so if I'm having yeah. fun right now and it's also I would say you know there's not there's there's not any malice behind it it's it's like oh hey this is fun in the moment you know yeah and yeah what and you so, see is what you get I feel like with Venus and Sag archetypically yes. Yeah. And so if you are a Venus in Sag or you have a Venus in Sag in your life, that's not to say that they're an unfaithful sign. It's to say that they're in a similar way that we'll get to when we talk about it with like the sister sign of Gemini Venus. Both Sagittarius and Gemini Venus, I feel like, have just the need to have their interests kept. You know, mm -hmm. things need to yeah. stay exciting. They need to stay stimulated. Uh, a, a punishment for Sag anything is boredom. Yeah. And so if, you know, you're not capturing a Sag Venus's attention also, I mean, I think humor is really big for this placement too. You know, mm -hmm. something that's like silly energy and just like being able to, I think they appreciate intelligence because of the philosophy factor, but I think they appreciate the the fun nature more than anything. And so, you know, they're yeah. here to have a yeah, good they're time. Not taking, well, I was going to say they, they're not taking things too seriously, but but there is the other side of Sag that does take things very seriously and is a big thinker, you know, and is always kind of thinking ahead. And I don't know. I know that Sag is the eternal optimist and definitely values fun and humor and wants to enjoy life at its like fullest. But there's also a, a very thoughtful component to Sagittarius, too. And that's so interesting that you said that because uh, Isabel M. Hickey references there being two types of Sagittarius Venuses, in her opinion. One who loves fun and a good time, a gambler type, always on the move, extravagant. And then the other one that is more philosophical and religious, has great inner strength and an idealistic nature. And she mentioned with that second one that it's more likely to have that second placement when there's strong Saturn influence. And I was like, yeah. what's up? Half of my chart being <laughs> Capricorn. I know. Yeah. So it's like, I never consider myself a gambler type of person. And I'm always on the move, but not to the point where I think some Sag Venuses are really like, you know, I can commit to shit. And that's because I've got so much Capricorn. So I... I like the idea of one just being like that. It seems like a college party type of, you know, frat boy energy. And then yeah. the... <laughs> are you a frat boy or a wild stallion? <laughs> Those are your two options. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's almost like frat boy or like fun teacher. Like, which one are you? You know? Mm. Yeah. There's... Yeah. But anyways, yeah. we also have... Um, 
uh, quote, not always dependable where fiction, where affections are concerned. And that's, yeah. you know, what we've mentioned before. And I think that there's part of that with the dependability is that there's a genuine changeability with Sagittarius mm -hmm. Venus, because there is a, you know, new stimulation, new interest. And it's not that I didn't mean it five minutes ago. It's that I have new information now and things have changed. You know, it is that mutability. And so dependability doesn't always coincide with that or coexist with yeah. that. Also like this affection where being affection is or affections are concerned because she did mention earlier like they are friendly in affection friendly and intimate are such different energies and i think that's another thing that kind of adds to some of the more like needing freedom and and not wanting to be committed right away energy of venus and sag because intimacy is not that really light fun humorous energy it is like getting further into I don't know, getting deeper with somebody and it, it takes a minute for Venus and Sag to, it's not a facade because it's their natural energy, but to somebody who is seeking deep intimacy, that like sense of fun and humor could look like a facade. So sometimes it can take a minute for that Venus and Sag to move past their friendly nature and to actually become more affectionate in a, in a more, in a more intimate way. Yeah. And that's also something to look at where your Sagittarius Venus, if you have that shows up mm. in your chart and yeah, what, what it's, what it's aspecting, you know, I, yeah. I have it conjunct my sun and mm -hmm. I also have it opposite my Mars. So there is a total like, you know, and I mean, in the very general, uh, I don't know, basic astrology terms, venus being like a feminine energy versus mars being a masculine energy you know that is going to be showing up when you have two signs that are two planets that are you know dependent upon one another in that opposition you've got that push and pull between the <laughs> the softness and between the aggression there so it's going to show yeah. up differently for me than somebody who doesn't have that interaction at all you know yeah. Yeah. And another thing to look at when you have Venus and Sag is what planet is your Jupiter or what sign is your Jupiter in? Because Jupiter is the ruler of your Venus and Sagittarius. And and that Jupiter in, say, yours is in, in Leo, it just reiterates that lightness, that fun aspect. But if somebody had their Jupiter in Capricorn or in Scorpio or in Virgo, these are signs that they are going to want more tangible, more commitment. They're going to be a little bit more grounded than that original venus and sagittarius kind of gives off yeah get an extra flavor there by looking at your jupiter yeah yeah and the last um the last little tidbit from isabel m hickey is that with uh, these kind of you know combined jupiter venus energies because like mimi just mentioned sagittarius is ruled by jupiter and we're talking about a venus sign they're the benefics of the zodiac both jupiter and mm -hmm. venus and so she considers venus to be well placed in sagittarius and i personally feel like not everybody agrees with that i think that a lot of astrologers don't agree that venus and sagittarius is a well-placed venus because there is that you know freedom energy and fiery energy and all over the place energy but i like the idea of bringing it back to jupiter because you know, there's that yeah. optimistic and positive aspect. positive aspect. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Venus and Sag is in detriment by element. So um, 
just going in a little further if you don't know go listen to our exaltation and fall episode we also touch on detriment um but venus is in its detriment in aries and so thus venus in any fire sign is in detriment by association technically and it doesn't always work out with every planet but i think if we're looking at what is venus's goal and venus's goal is to connect and to be creative and to um and to manage their values i think sag is kind of right in the middle there because sag is very creative so on that side of venus it's definitely a positive placement when it comes to um finding a balance sagittarius isn't benefiting it too much because sagittarius doesn't live on a very balanced kind of lifestyle you know it's all about more is more so i could see either way how this venus plays out And we also need to talk about finances when it comes to Venus, because Venus rules Mm -hmm. finances. And tell you what, um, for Sagittarius being known as like the gambler sign or Jupiter too, you know, being very gambling energy and it being very more is more and doing it for the fun of it and for the pleasure of it. You know, you got to hope that you got some other other signs to balance that out, because I could definitely I'm grateful for my Capricorn that exists because yeah. I can so see endless splurging when it comes to Sagittarius Venus. But where Sag is in the chart or any placements in Sag also shows where you're very lucky. So if you have yes. Venus in Sag, you could actually have a lot of luck in finances. And maybe that's why we gamble as, you know, Venus and Sag placements, because we know that we have that luck or you have luck in your relationships because of that. And that all goes back to having an optimistic mindset and your mind really creating your reality. Yes. Oh, gosh. I really love Sagittarius energy. I love it. <laughs> the the luck yes good good point i'm glad you brought that up Mm. so then we have our buddy alice sparkly cat and she's got a lot of insights and i'm excited to discuss some of these with you i can share the first one we have here which is quote venus in sagittarius is the one who arrives buzzing with all that it can witness and dazzles everyone with charisma but the charisma of venus in sagittarius is the traveler's charisma this is a venus that knows exclusion knows ill belonging it's venus it's venus it feels perpetually as though it must dazzle because it is a perpetual visitor Mm. that hit me in the gut (laughs) that hit me yeah like that drifter energy it is drifter energy. That's really interesting to think about Sagittarius and belonging because um, it's in aversion to Cancer, which Cancer is Cancer and Aquarius are both signs that I think of when it comes to belonging because Cancer is about finding a home and Aquarius is literally about like setting yourself apart, being different. And so there's kind of a fear of not belonging. But Sagittarius also being an aversion to that Cancer makes sense that belonging is um, a journey. It is. And there is something about, I mean, I have so experienced this where, I mean, traveling and adventuring and exploring, that's the fun part. But then there's like, you know, speaking of someone who lives overseas from, you know, lives far away from family, there is this and lives in a different culture, which is everything that Sagittarius seeks, you know, Sagittarius is mm-hmm. seeking different and the excitement from it and the connecting with more people, the the more, more, more and the fun and exciting. But then there is this element that comes to play of I will never belong anywhere 
because of that. Mm. I know I will never be French. And the longer I'm away, the less American that I am. And even when I was just in the United States, being somebody who went away to school and then moved to a different town to teach and then moved back up to a different state, like, and then moved overseas and then came back. And, you know, like there's always been something where because I'm constantly on the move, it is a lack mm. of there isn't like how she put it like a need to dazzle because it's kind of like oh hey i'm here there's there's almost like in not yeah. in a leo way of performing but there is some sort of performance to it because i'm here for a good time not a long time type of energy you know yeah yeah and it's it's a lifestyle choice and i think venus or sagittarius wants to is committed to that lifestyle choice but obviously with any choice there's like a shadow side and there is you know growth and learning that has to happen from the choices that have been made yeah and there's a you know the on the more evolved side of things which i am still working towards as that like hard to commit to something um i remember after living in this apartment for like two years i was like all right where are we going where are we moving yeah. what are we doing where are we going and then you know Guillaume was like do we need to move we can do we need to move and I was like yeah we need to move it's been two years what what am I what am I still doing here yeah. and and, he, and it's like why do you need to move and I was like well I think I learn and grow with every time that I move I'm learning and growing it just feels right it, it feels like that's the next thing to do and he was like do you feel like you couldn't learn and grow if you stayed in one place yeah. and i was like oh god i gotta sit with that <laughs> question for a minute now and yeah you know, it's finding the motivation from within rather than the external circumstances forcing you to learn and grow exactly and that's something that i have become a lot better with you know the different types of adventures that i go on the you know i there was one year where i literally i was like couple days of the week living with my parents, you know, in their place in the countryside, couple days of the week living in like a, you know, a college town when I was going back for my master's and a couple days of the week living in New York with my family, planning weddings and everything. And it was like every three days I was moving, I was living out of my suitcase. And I just remember at the end of that year, I was like, I just want to put my toothbrush in the same fucking spot. I'm so sick of just like packing it up every day and putting it in my suitcase. I just want like that stability, which not every Sagittarius Venus needs. I was craving it by the end of that year. I am also an amazing traveler. I could, I, people would <laughs> go crazy doing what I did that year. I come, I, I mean, it was just easy for me to do something like that. But then you start to realize, okay, even if you can do that, even if you can live this nomadic lifestyle, is that what is helping you learn and grow the most right now? And so it's finding different ways to be expansive. It's finding different ways to be curious as yeah. opposed to physically moving yourself all the time. Message from me to me. Changing <laughs> the ways in which you change. <laughs> yep. That's so true. Venus is that. <laughs> so the next quote from Alice Sparkly Cat is Venus and Sagittarius gives you the impression that they've already seen it all. They notice things that those who look too closely miss and they see the broad strokes of a scene and they'll let you know about it if they like you enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the impression that they've seen it all. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to separate my personal experiences of past um, Sag placements, but but I also think it is something that Sag like has to learn and grow from as well is uh, like being on moral high ground 
And because they do have an idealistic mindset, then when, you know, I've definitely noticed some Sag placements in my life who have made others feel less than because they're not adhering to uh, an ideal standard, but the standard isn't standard because it is so idealistic in that way. And so they can come across as somewhat judgmental or as someone like holier than thou. Yeah. And I think the, the root of that comes from that um, explorer, teacher, philosopher energy of I want mm. to experience life and learn from it so that I can share. It's like storytelling energy. And hey, I learned this mm. thing from an experience. I went to this place and saw how this other like set of the, you know, side of the world lives. And I want to share through that. And because they are innately curious, they are learning. But then there's this um you know, I can see when it, it it can come from a, you know, I'm therefore better than you because I've learned more. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, you, you have, Sagittarius has a way of seeing, you know, it's the, the telescope, not the microscope and thinking that, oh, the microscope, that's not as interesting. Whereas somebody who's got much more of that detail oriented energy is probably feeling the opposite is feeling like, yeah, you've been all around the place, but what about the place where you live? What about all the details of, you know, your, you know, everyday life. So it's just bringing it from that, you know, more worldly perspective, which if it isn't done tactfully, Sagittarius has never been known to have tact, but we try. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Do you all try? <laughs> we meaning I try. I really try. You try. Yes. <laughs> and we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Venus also coming back to like being a relationships like Sagittarius is one of the friend placements. So, you know, Venus in Sag is very much about everything that they've learned and bringing it to their friends and, and having yeah. large groups of friends, having eclectic groups, a variety of people in their lives. Yeah. And I think that that's one reason why we come back to like the friendly factor or, you know, mm. I think that a Sagittarius Venus can also be called very flirty, but I think that it's in a, mm. I think of Sag and Libra being in like the flirty, like Venus signs because of a friendliness and Leo maybe. I think, yeah, I have to sit with that because I have issues with friendly equating flirty. I think that's not fair. No, I, but I, I think agree. that Libra is flirty. No, I know. But I think Libra is flirty, whereas Sagittarius is friendly. Like, I think there is yes. a separation there. I agree. I think Sagittarius is friendly and it can be misconstrued as being flirty. Yeah. And I think that that comes from the genuine excitement of exchanging of ideas and of curiosity. Yeah. Just exactly. wanting to know more about somebody. Yes, exactly. So we also have from Alice Sparkly Cat, uh, the source of this information was about loving a Venus in Sagittarius. So these next two quotes from her are about, you know, what it is to love a Venus in Sagittarius. So we have loving Venus in Sagittarius is loving someone who is unused to staying in one place. Staying in one place makes mm -hmm. Venus in Sagittarius freak out sometimes. It's an identity crisis. <laughs> they can stay 10 years in a place with you and they'll still think that they are from elsewhere. Sometimes loving a Venus in Sagittarius is loving someone who has to be reminded reminded that they choose to stay. It's always been a choice and that this choice can never be taken away from them. Ugh, 
Love yes. that. Love That's that. Beautiful. It is. It is so on point. It's what we were just saying. What I was just saying about the feeling the need to move and also feeling like you're never going to belong. Like you're just a you're just a passerby, even though you've been yeah. here for a while and that it yeah. is a choice of I could leave whenever I wanted to, but I'm choosing to stay. You want to know that you can have the escape plan just so that it's an option. Mm hmm. Yeah. And never intend on, you can never intend on using it, but knowing that it's there is yeah. a form of safety mm. or comfort. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly, loving Venus in Sagittarius is loving someone who wants to give you the world. This is one of the most generous Venuses out there, Venai. They'll give you everything <laughs> and forget that they've done so. But Venus in Sagittarius wants to give you the world when they love you. They know that to give someone the world, you must show them the world. This is why Venus in Sagittarius, unsatisfied with sameness, invites you to walk with them. Movement is the only home that Venus in Sagittarius knows. That's really beautiful. And I will say that I think that's very true for you, especially like you're extremely generous and you want to share your experience with the people around you and your like gift. You know, I wouldn't say that Sag is much of a gift like sign, but the way in which it shows up for you, I think mixed with the Capricorn is that you like to give people things that you've put thought into, you know, you make yeah. note of what interests other people, even though it might not be your particular interest. Mm -hmm. And so there's a thoughtful thoughtfulness there of bringing that little piece of world to them. And, and I also just think about traveling and I'm like, what should I get people while I'm on vacation? Mm -hmm. What should I bring back for them? You know, that I am a gift giving yeah. person, but it, it is, it definitely comes up as when you are somebody who's really like on a Sagittarius Venus's radar and heart that, you know, I, I'm just thinking of when I, whenever I see something that makes me think of that person, I'm like, oh, it, you know, it's, it's so much more of a, I think at least from my perspective, I'm not the type of person who, unless it's specifically somebody's birthday and I'm going and seeking something for that, for a gift, it's more that there's an excitement that comes up when I see something that makes me think of that person. It's again, that like yeah. an excitement factor. I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing totally made me think of Mimi. So I got it for her and I'm so excited to give it no. to her. I'm, I'm the type of person who I'm like, I wanna watch you open it. I wanna watch you open the gift. Like, do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you and Martha, she's the exact opposite. She's like, I, I want to open a present in a dark room away from everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm like, Martha, did you like it? <laughs> Let me see it. Let me see you open it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so those are our Alice Sparkly Cat quotes. And now I'm really fascinated to hear some of the results from our questionnaire. And I also want to thank everybody who did the questionnaire because Sagittarius Venus, we are not great at, you know, we're doing too many yeah, other things. Yeah, it's the <laughs> lowest, lowest sign that filled out this questionnaire. It was like, uh, excuse me, a thing that I have to do an obligation not happening <laughs> okay so i two things about that i will admit that i just i couldn't i didn't do the questionnaire i went i started it and i, I was like well i think that's fine too because you give your insights throughout the exactly episode. 
but I wanted to, I would like, I wanted to. And then when it came to like, what are your values? I was like, fuck man, what are my values today? What are they going to be tomorrow? I don't know. You know? So there was like that kind of mutability that I was thinking about. Like, I just felt like, how can I just give one answer that encompasses I can't this? commit to these answers. I can't commit <laughs> to I these, these answers. answers. They're set in stone. <laughs> I know. And then I thought it was really funny because we were set to record this a couple days ago and things shifted. And so I had messaged every Sagittarius Venus that I knew and was like, can you please do this? And every single one of them was like, shit, I'm so sorry. I didn't get to it, but I just did it now. And it was like a couple days late. And oh, so it was good. totally fine with Perfect. the timing for this episode. But yeah. I thought it was so funny that like all of them were like, oh, oh my God, I started, but then I got distracted or sorry, I was on this trip or uh, I wanted to, but I, and it was like, no, I got you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> You want to give them a good heads up and give them a deadline a couple days before the actual deadline. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, I'm excited busy, to hear the results. Okay. We busy. Yeah, so let's get into relationship values, starting with Venus. And if you don't know, we have a questionnaire out there for Venus through the signs. So you let us know what sign your Venus is in, and then you answer the questions that I'm about to give information on. So the first question is the relationship values. And the top answer is humor which very spot on that lightness yes. factor. Yes. And then second is honesty. Again, going back to that truth and that um, I feel like honesty taps into their freedom too. I don't know. Something mm. about the like honesty and freedom really fit together. Like if you have the truth of a situation, then you are free to, I don't, I think I have to sit with that a little bit longer because that thought is not fully cooked. But anyway, and then the third one, which I was very surprised by this value, is emotional bonds. So I'm feeling like these are the Scorpio placements speaking yeah. in that yeah. Sag Venus. <laughs> That's interesting to think about the emotional bonds. I mean, I do value that, but I think it's not it's not on my top three. You know, mm -hmm. I when I yeah. did partially complete this uh you know questionnaire i definitely <laughs> yeah. clicked on humor and honesty mm -hmm. <laughs> that was just like which feels yeah. like the most duh sagittarius venus answer of course i want things sure. to be light and fun and funny and then honesty like if you lie to me you're dead to me my god you know but i <laughs> really though i i think we really need to hone in the honesty one when it comes to sag venus because of value being associated with venus and yeah. i really that's the thing that would tip the scales for me if I found out that somebody lied to me, I'd much rather you tell me a hard truth or I'd much, like, I'd much rather you say, you know, I can't talk about this right now than to tell mm. me a lie. Like that's something where, especially if yeah. it's a little lie. The Sagittarius just wants something out in the open. Yeah. Yes. And, and having, I mean, just saying the truth means so much. If you share your heart with a Sagittarius Venus and it's coming from like this, a truthful place, it's just, that is what creates that emotional bond. At least for me, when you're, you know, being honest with, you know, something little or something big, just the honest factor that you're putting it out there where like, I've had like in close, like, you know, people in my life where there has been a small thing that they lied about. And I knew that it was a lie. And I was like, if you're lying to me about this unimportant thing that I would have gotten a little bit mad over, if you know, you told me the truth about it, 
then what the fuck are you lying about if you're going to lie about this tiny little thing about like getting a stain on something you know if you're going to lie about like this like how this stain happened then what are you gonna you know lie to me about and i've come to realize that like this particular situation that person was coming from a place of the people in their life it was much safer to just be to to say the lie you know i have learned that you know everybody's not coming from the same truth seeking place that i'm coming from but that's something that i definitely put out there in my relationships in all of my relationships in my life that honesty i would much rather be honest with me and me be a little upset than for you know me to find out that you weren't honest with me and then i would be so much more upset hmm yeah i'm sitting with that because i'm like okay how upset am i by a white lie versus like a big lie and if someone does a little white lie, am I automatically going to think like, oh, they're going to lie about big things? Because I think it's the other way around where I'm like, oh, they made this big lie. What little things are they lying about on a daily basis? You know, I don't automatically think that if someone gave a white lie that they're lying to me about bigger things, too. I get that. That actually that's a great perspective to bring. I think it's more, you know, this was something that wasn't worth lying about if you if your default was to lie about something small then does that mean that you're lying about something big? But I like the, and of course, said Sherry's Venus here. I'm like, I like this other perspective. I'm going to sit with it. I'm going <laughs> to see how that feels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like a little white lie it, it can be so harmless. Whereas big lies are, are obviously they're most likely going to be harmful. So there's more likelihood to just do little white lies and not like lie about the big stuff than the other way around. Like if you're lying about the big stuff, you're, you're probably much more comfortable giving a fair amount of white lies throughout the day. I'm literally not capable of lying. Oh my God. I know. I've, I've had this realization too recently where I'm like, I cannot lie to save my life. And literally my job used to be to lie on stage. And now I'm like, how do I, how do I can't like tell any white lies? Although sometimes if it's like, if it's in for the sake of a good surprise, you know, for the sake of a good gift, then I can lie. Ooh, for the sake of a good surprise that I'm going to have to sit with because I love surprises. So mm. I think, but I still think I, I find a clever way around it. I really find a clever way around it. And I, cause it really, my entire body rejects the words that I say, if it's a lie, like I can remember mm -hmm. having yeah. to say like two lies that I like have ever had to say. And I remember just feeling nauseous and just like, I mean, like little kid me, I have to tell the story. I have to tell the story when little kid me was like, you know, my mom would make me toast like buttered toast and I didn't eat the crusts, but whenever she would take the plate back, there would be no crusts. And she was like, interesting. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think she would eat the crust, but she apparently she's eating the crust. And then my mom like was deep cleaning and moved the couch and up and found like a whole stash of like buttered crusts oh, oh. that i had put behind the couch i don't remember doing this i was very small and she was like sierra did you do this i am an only child okay like come on and it's like sierra <laughs> no <it's dead. laughs> did you do this and apparently my response was no and then immediate tears oh. yes because <laughs> it was like oh. as soon as i like i i sensed you're, you could get in trouble because you did something wrong. And as soon as the lie came out of my mouth, it felt horrible. And I immediately yeah. then gave, gave in. So, I mean, oh, that was what, like, 
three-year-old me. So yeah, I can't lie. <laughs> that's so cute. I can see that. I see that yeah. in my mind's eye. <laughs> All right, moving on with the questionnaire. Love language. I love this. The top answer was acts of service. And I really like this because I think Sagittarius being as busy as it is forgets to do like the things that need to get done actually. Oh so when God. somebody is offering their love through like, hey, I did those dishes that you, you know, were I don't know, just these little things around the house or just little things that they do for each other. Be like, oh, thank you, because that wasn't even on my radar. I was thinking about all of the other things that I have planned. That is so interesting. I have been I literally right before we started recording, I was thinking about acts of service. I mean, my brain was in many different places and it brought me there. But I was thinking about how I would really appreciate if somebody because my basically my fairy lights that are around my bookshelf are really you know it's like the wire that you're playing i mean it's probably dangerous for me to keep using them i should get a new pair and i'm just thinking <laughs> about how nice it would be if like if just like i don't know i haven't told anybody that it's they're not working well but i was thinking wouldn't it just be nice if somebody was like hey guess what i noticed that your lights were broken got you a new pair and put it up for you because that's really what's keeping me from doing it is I'm like, I don't want to have to go get another pair of like, you know, string lights. But <laughs> I was thinking, it was like, yeah. wow, acts of service is something that I'm, I'm bad at because I'm always going all over the place. So I wouldn't consider that a love mm. language initially, but I definitely see how ain't nobody got time yeah, for that. It's not and so, I think yeah. it's not so much how you express your love, but it would be a good, it's like a good way to love a Venus and Sagittarius. Yeah. And I will say that Venus and Sag, I mean, my my love languages are words of affirmation and gift giving. And I think that gift giving, like we talked about before, you know, comes a lot more from my Capricorn side with my moon. Mm -hmm. But I think that words of affirmation can definitely be a Sag thing because it, in the Sag Venus world of always moving all over the place and maybe gifts are, you know, much more of that rooted and like that tangible stuff. But I think words yeah. of affirmation can be nice for Venus and Sag for like the because they do appreciate like the exchange and they appreciate being noticed for, you know, certain things. And I could definitely see the words of affirmation being a being up there. Yeah. I definitely have seen words of affirmation being a good one for Venus and Sag, but right now I can also see how it's not necessary for a lot of Venus and Sag placements because it's like Sagittarius is a confident sign. It doesn't need to be validated by somebody else's words. And it's like, oh, okay, you think I'm smart, funny, and cool. That's cool, but I already know that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> I guess I'm not a very confident Venus and Sag. Please tell me if you think I'm smart, funny. No, and cool. yes, you okay. are. <laughs> you are absolutely. I see it. Like that goes back to your Jupiter being in Leo. So, like that yeah. also adds that flavor of yeah, yeah. Tell me how X, Y, and Z I am. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. What are they most likely to splurge on? Are we surprised? Travel. We are not surprised. Thank you for just being the most stereotypical Sag Venus's people. You know, love it. Top answer. Um, and then, you know, there were a couple people that were like dinner with friends or I'm most likely to splurge on the people I love. So, again, we have that friendliness factor, which ties into the top core value for Venus and Sag is compassion. I love that. It ties oh. into the like perspective. I will say, I also think that compassion and empathy have been the top answers for almost every sign. I think our audience is just extremely compassionate and kind yeah. people. So I'm like, okay, 
True that. Like another top answer is honesty. Honesty. And a surprising one, and this is like written in, is emotional boundaries, which I'm wondering, like, yes, absolutely. That's a healthy value. I'm also wondering in the context of Sagittarius, where we know that there's a fear of commitment, if that is, I don't know, if the emotional boundary is them trying to keep people at arm's length. Oh, that's very interesting. Like knowing I need my space, I need my independence, I need you to respect what my emotional boundaries are. Ooh, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Creative activities, so activities that get them feeling in the creative juices of Venus. Top answer, of course, reading and writing. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, uh, just if you if you can't get on a plane and go somewhere, just open a book. You know, I am reading <laughs> obsessed. I always was writing as a kid, too. I'm the journaling like crazy person, but I also wrote stories my entire childhood and reading. You can't get me to stop. I love that so much because it makes so much sense. <laughs> it's literally yeah. like going on an adventure. Reading a book is going on yeah. an adventure. Yeah, in your mind. Uh, yes. <laughs> Someone wrote in crafting gets me feeling creative, but follow through is not there. And I was like, that is on brand. That could have been me who wrote it. It wasn't, but it could have been because hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then what are they most likely to overindulge in? Bar one single person that said plane tickets. Absolutely every other person. Oh, and someone wrote lazy time as well, which on brand as well. Um, But every other person wrote some sort of food some sort of food that like isn't good for them or yeah some sort of like snacky overindulgent you know num num that num num that is something that i i actually think is great to bring up and i completely overlooked it because i have had conversations with the sag venuses in my life and my dad being the sag venus as well huge huge struggle when it comes to overindulging in food I mean, that is, I think that that mm. is a big part of Sag Venus because there it's all about indulging there. It's just an indulgent mm-hmm. sign and it's an excess sign. And so when something tastes good, you know, a little bit isn't enough. It's like the more is more. And so I yeah. really do think that that's something that, I mean, that's been a constant journey for me, but I also know that of all the Sagittarius Venuses that I know in my life that I've discussed this with, that's always been a challenge yeah i really relate to that and um ever since i quit eating sugar a few months ago i've now (laughs) last night we went out to dinner with my uh in-laws and my brother-in-law got the pumpkin cheesecake and i literally he was all the way at the end of the table like across this 10 person table and i just sat next to him and i was like describe the bite in detail (laughs) (laughs) and now my way of enjoying dessert is like, because you can literally taste something in your mouth and like, I know what something tastes like. I just pretend I'm enjoying it in my mouth. And it's kind of like the saddest thing ever, but it's the only option available to me because I can't eat sugar, <laughs> but that's a really good exercise. And if anybody else is struggling with uh, overindulging in food, try that out. Do a little uh, exercise and visualizing it and imagining it really that you are eating and you can taste it and you can enjoy it with the power of your mind. 
you know, you're not the first person who told me that it was one of like an archery team person who, you know, was doing something very similar and they were, they didn't get the dessert and they asked the person next to them, can you please describe everything? And I, I and don't I mean know. Details. Yeah. I've asked Mitch to describe food to me and, and I've asked very detailed questions like what's the crunch factor, how salty is it, whatever. And my brother-in-law, I was like, describe the taste and he's he's just him he goes good and so I have to ask a lot of questions <laughs> to get the proper answer out. <laughs> I feel like your Taurus Venus can handle that I, I think a Sag Venus would break I'd be like if you started describing well, I was saying I was relating to it because it's in the ninth house too like yeah. I do have that overindulgent factor and I had to quit eating sugar because I was overindulging in it so much and I couldn't get enough and I you know it was like sort of addictive behavior yeah. so that's where I was really relating to it and Taurus even like even doubly so because you know it's in the ninth house which is expansive and and overindulgent and then in Taurus which is just like I just want to enjoy things and enjoy the good quality things so yeah that's been a good exercise for me to learn yeah yeah I feel like an overall is that is that our, it for our questionnaire oh no there's one more oh um what is your style slash aesthetic mm. top answer is individual slash unique I like that because I can envision this person <laughs> wearing clothes from all their shopping from their travels and some people wrote in answers, which I really appreciated. Someone wrote juxtaposed aesthetics. So old with new, clean lines with nature, <gasps> et cetera. And I thought that. Oh, fitting. my God. I literally have been having this conversation about like decorating because Venus is, you know, aesthetics and everything. I'm like, I don't just want to live in like a living room space that looks like it's, you know, a grandma's living room with all antique furniture, but I absolutely want mm. antique furniture in contrast to modern lines and colors. Like I love the vintage and antique, like like wood, like we, you know, just curved, carved, really beautifully done. But then I also want to have a, my crazy colorful blanket on it or like a nice white bookshelf or, you know, like yeah. the, the contrast with it. I love that that feels like something about it's eclectic in the way that Sagittarius is seeing yeah. so many different styles. We've got to find a way to, you know, mesh it all together and make it our own. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then on the other side of that, very different energy. Someone just wrote elastic waistbands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's Great. really funny. You know, I will say that having all the Sagittarius placements, I kind of attribute it a lot to my Sag rising this way, but I can definitely see it with my Sag Venus, which with the aesthetics, is that I feel like my clothes would re be in the closet of like 17 different people. I have so many different vibes wow. and that just, it fits with the Sag Venus energy and I'm just going to embrace it. It's like, you mm. know, fuzzy, sparkly, like sleek, like shiny, <laughs> plaid, <laughs> pattern. I like that shiny's a category. <laughs> of course shiny's a category. <laughs> sequins, sequins is a category. You know, but it's more yeah. like, is it boho? Is it, uh, I don't know, modern? Is it from Venus the 1950s? And Sag is a costume placement. This is a costume party or someone who takes Halloween costumes very seriously. Um, yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
and throwback to childhood Sierra and, you know, costumes, everything for Halloween. And then my Sag Venus dad being the one who would go trick-or-treating with me. And he was not the parent who would just go trick-or-treating with me. He's like, well, what am I wearing for this, you know? Halloween experience and he would yeah. always yeah. <laughs> it's not just about our child <laughs> we have the best picture ever of me and my dad I should find it and put it with this episode it's like me as the evil queen from Snow White and my dad as a vampire like I mean we weren't even related Aww. in our costumes you know and he was like well what yeah. am I wearing and what can we what can we make work with what we have <laughs> and he was the best yeah. vampire <laughs> Oh, that ties oh. into the fun aspect of it, like not taking it so seriously and just having fun and dressing up. Yeah, yeah. All righty. Well, Sag Venus, Venus in the Ninth, let us know, you know, if, you know, what you indulge in, what your values are. I think big things to take away from this are freedom, fun, movement, mm -hmm. and optimism, and more is more but <laughs> learning how that works learning how that fits and evolves into you're the best version of you yeah yeah so sierra why did we talk about venus and sagittarius today because the stars made us do it